0: Welcome to The Break Room. I'm Martina Nicholas. And I'm Steph Whitman. We'll be hanging out every week talking about current events, pop culture, wellness, and what we deal with while working in the service industry. Pretty much we have a lot to say about everything.
1: We're unfiltered, relatable, and always trying to break free from society's expectations as women.
0: Break Room is a safe place for those who have marched to their own beat from day one. We want you to know you're not alone.
1: We met doing hair in Phoenix and the podcast started out as a joke at first. In between clients or mixing up color, we'd say, oh, we should make a podcast and put this on there. Then eventually it came to life and has been in the making ever since. My name is Martina. I am a black woman living in America. I grew up in the inner city on the south side of chicago and coming to phoenix in 99 was a whole different world and quite frankly a lack of culture than what i was used to i've been in the service industry since my first job at 16 and i've always loved people but hated feeling like the help i got my cosmetology license in 2010 and i'm now a curl specialist i am focused on growth and being the best person i can be mentally physically and spiritually I love to empower others and while doing that I have transitioned into advocating for the issues that are glazed over or skewed with misinformation. I want to tackle issues that are relevant to the black community in a way that we see the world and the world sees us. I am a voice for my own life experiences, but I am by no means an expert, nor do I speak for all people of my community. Although that is my experience, I promise everything won't be too intense. I hope you learn, laugh, and can relate.
0: I'm Steph, the other half of Break Room. I am also from Chicago, born and raised. We moved to Phoenix in 1999 as well. I got fact-tracked on that one. <laughs> I've been in the service industry since I was 16 as well and have done a little bit of en- everything, honestly um i have my bachelor's in advertising and public relations and in 2012 i went to cosmetology school i've worked at blockbuster a tattoo shop a marketing firm and now for the past seven years i've done hair i've also been plant-based for the past 10 years and i am really trying to focus my life around being healthy inside and out But you guys, the struggle is real, especially the last six months. It's important to me that our voices are heard as women, strong women, and I feel like more people need to have an open and honest conversation about what we're gonna be talking about. If we can just inspire or motivate one person, I think we've done our job.
1: Thank you so much for coming along on this journey with us. And happy listening!
0: Hey guys, what's up here? Hello. So we're gonna pull a card. It's been a long week, man. I'll tell you what. Um, we're going to pull a card from Insight and Awareness, because I feel like that's pretty fitting. Blank. It's a blank card. (laughs) (laughs) That describes my whole week.
1: (laughs) We just need to restart. (laughs) We'll just restart everything. That's so funny. That's literally been this week.
0: Yeah, that's been this week. Um, okay, so we're pulling mindfulness cards. Um, my client got me this deck of cards. You can get these at... I had that memorized and then I didn't. Chroniclebooks.com. <laughs> I was like, I know this. But then I didn't. Oh,
1: but this in is case a you don't. One.
0: Okay. The what over the why. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to working with thoughts and emotions... It is important to know what is happening before you try to understand why it is happening there are so many reasons why certain thought patterns arise but if you can't see them clearly then you can't start to work with them take an afternoon and make it a priority to clearly identify what categories of thoughts or emotions arise in your mind for example planning, worrying, fear, or excitement. Notice the categories that come up frequently. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Um, Knowing that you are worrying and developing healthy practices to address that thought pattern is more important than fixating on what you are worrying about. Namaste. Right? It's so funny whenever, like,
1: I just from being in church and like quote unquote like black church or like Baptist church, whenever you start reading stuff, it's like all the like comedy things that you see where people are like, we just like talk back to the preacher. I'm always like, yes, that's good. That's good. Like, <laughs> we'll be like, Oh, amen. Like whatever you read sometimes. <laughs> Cause that was a really good one. That was, was a really good, good one.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to quickly jump on here and do a shorter episode
1: so that we could roast Aleister. I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> I'm not. It's <laughs> basically the the premise of I, this episode to really okay. like talk about how she's been detrimental to our community.
0: Yeah. So, kind of the backstory on that. <laughs> so, you know, Martina and myself went to a rally last Saturday. So it's been about seven days. Mm-hmm um and you know it was in front of the phoenix pd department uh downtown and honestly it was really inspiring it wasn't even anything bad honestly what did i mean what do you think it was inspiring right well
1: and i feel like we've been going to protest like mm-hmm. since may and yeah. i haven't been to anything that wasn't inspiring and i always feel like i leave well no, i always feel like at all these events like there's so much in the media about how how bad it is Mm -hmm. and it's never like that like on my instagram live i was literally posting it because they were having a dance party i know in the road in front of phoenix so
0: yeah they actually sent speakers (laughs) in front of the police department and we played music which was pretty great um, but anyway, there were like a couple of speakers there that are kind of the leaders, I guess yeah. you would say, of And they're, like, of they're the ML.
1: inspiring because they're so, I feel like they're so young. Like, I don't know specifically how old they are, and but they, they, they are like early young. 20s. They they're have to be early, pretty young. They're early mid-20s. Yeah.
0: Like, the two girls, for sure, those girls are like 25. Yeah. yeah. And so, anyway, um, unfortunately, a couple of them were arrested so three of the girls were arrested while they were walking uh people home and to their cars Mm -hmm. um and then unfortunately percy christian was arrested while he was driving home by himself um he was pulled over by phoenix pd and they took him into custody without
1: bond so Mm -hmm. uh here we are <laughs> well and this isn't the first time like we were looking at a video earlier from percy being arrested in july yeah. um it's on his instagram page if you mm-hmm. look up percy for like the number four president um and he was just talking about how he has been out here like yeah. fighting for change and that he'll continue to fight for change Absolutely. even though he's been targeted like a lot of that activists and a specifically young activists like in the community have been mm-hmm. and that he's not going to stop and then that was literally outside of phoenix pd where there were police officers yeah. like on top of the building listening mm-hmm. and then he goes to go home and after the fact gets pulled over in his vehicle and by, he himself. by himself
0: what a coward thing to do well
1: and then watching that video it's like what the hell did you guys do to him when this happened
0: mm-hmm. when he yeah no one's recording. Right. Um this time mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. that just makes me so, it infuriates me actually because mm-hmm. it's just like he has been slapped with three felonies, you guys, because of all of this stuff since May
1: for exercising his freedom of speech,
0: yeah, basically. his first amendment amendment mm-hmm. i can't even talk so mm-hmm. I'm so angry <laughs> i can't get an amendment out' <laughs> um, what are they so, saying? Anyway, I'm so mad
1: I can spit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is that from freaking, uh, what's that Disney movie?
1: Probably. It's yeah. probably from I a Disney movie. I think that's what
0: it's from. What is, um, oh, God, the llama. What is that? What is that show? What is that movie? Where oh, he turns the into a llama? Yes, I think that's what it's from. It probably is. I think that's where it's, it's from. It's got to be from
1: a Disney movie. Totally.
0: Yeah. Um, so that kind of inspired this episode um, about Alistair Adele. And, you know, she has the power, obviously, to do something
1: mm-hmm. and she's she not does. <laughs> so she is i want to speak right she's the county attorney maricopa county attorney yes. right yep so she definitely has the power to yeah. investigate anything yeah that's her office. anything like that that's her a, office yeah
0: in charge of all that stuff um so she was appointed by the maricopa county board of supervisors in an executive session on october 3rd 2019 so she is the first woman to serve as county attorney and she filled the position left vacant by bill montgomery so he was chosen by ducey to replace the chief justice Bales on the arizona supreme court in september 2019. that was like a mouthful. <laughs>
1: right. So basically she was not voted into her position.
0: No, so no one voted her into it. Mm-hmm. She was appointed. Um yeah, so she actually started her career with Maricopa County.
1: <laughs> great so we so, already know what yeah totally it's kind of yeah like if you're getting a shoe in into mm-hmm. an office it's probably because you already align with the values of maricopa county which are not good for anybody but old white people yeah. old white men honestly Old white not even men. people
0: yep not even people no not
1: even people old, older rich white men
0: yeah so she worked at the county attorney office for seven years so mm-hmm. she's only been there for eight Including right, you know including this past year. year, um. So a little bit, I'm gonna kind of go over her platform, and then we're gonna go over her opponent's platform really fast because, not really fast. I mean, you can look up on her website what her platform is. It says right, her lack thereof. Clear, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty clear though what her platform is. Yeah. You know, um, she is a Republican. You know, um, it's so weird to me that county attorneys have like affiliations. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. weird, but it's just strange. I think to it me. is
1: because I feel like if you're prosecuting law, you should be prosecuting law.
0: Yeah, you should be. The, and the law should
1: be the same no matter mm-hmm. what, but that is another issue with our yeah, government. Yeah, it shouldn't our, matter your party. Right. No. And like, you should even I don't feel like you should even really be able to talk about what your party is. Yeah, like, dude, that's what I'm saying. Not to, but then again, I guess if you're going to try to run. On a sort of like certain platform, maybe that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but there's it like, the other balance
0: to that, though?
1: Yeah, and like she pushes so hard for like police equality and like supporting the police nonstop, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like okay, so obviously nonstop,
0: it's all over her Twitter yeah. nonstop how she supports the police.
1: Well, so it's like so obviously. That mm-hmm. is where your allegiance lies. So yeah, absolutely. You're not going to be will... for the community No, if yeah, they're against something
0: like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so really fast. So she is all about protecting children and abuse victims. That's good. So she raises awareness about domestic violence, child abuse, human, human trafficking, and resources for those in need. Um, she kind of has education on drug abuse, <laughs> vaping, and bullying that's weird (laughs) sorry (laughs) that was just like really intense and then it got to like vaping and then bullying i mean bullying is intense but that is just kind of weird to group those three together i guess right um preventing fraud scams white collar crimes okay okay (laughs) um (laughs) so her reform her like criminal justice reform platform
1: is not a reform at all, really? No. It's just... no,
0: and she is under fire for a lot of that yeah, stuff. People yeah. kind of do, out of all of the articles that I've read about her, people do attack that mm-hmm. a lot, um, especially a lot of the activists yeah. that are on the platforms that are like, uh, this is not reform.
1: <laughs> right, this is literally just typing it over again on something else and acting like you came up with it. Yep. Like, that's all.
0: So it's to increase mental health services... So she wants to implement a treatment first approach. So for people who suffer from addiction and mental illness, but then she's not reopening that case with that gentleman who, mm. with the service dog. Yeah. Which where? so okay right um and then we'll go over that in a little bit uh sorry that was just so contradictory. <laughs> like i'm just thinking about it well right and now it's literally
1: head. everything that she says she stands for like yeah. she's proven not to stand for those things
0: totally um review sentencing guidelines and work with the legislation to update state statutes regarding the amount of time a person is sentenced um, and then mandatory use of body-worn
1: cameras. Which is already a thing for people who aren't in Arizona. That is already a thing that should be going on. So how do you have to reform something that's already happening? Mm-hmm. And past body cams, like, it's so much bigger of an issue because you can edit them. You can can say that they weren't recording or whatever, which is what happened in the Dion Johnson case. Mm -hmm. You can pretty much do whatever you want with body cam footage at this point because there's no... So much
0: technology, too, that you can edit.
1: Yeah, and there's no, like, laws backing that for who's Mm going to get... Who's going to be accountable for if that footage doesn't come out. like, Like, why doesn't that officer have something that's going to go against them if that footage doesn't come out
0: Mm -hmm. right yeah like if this isn't the correct footage or if it's edited at any point in time it means you're gonna lose your job literally (laughs) (laughs) you're about to lose your job
1: yes (laughs) but then like you have to like it's nice to talk about all these things but it's like where do you reinforce all Mm -hmm. these things like all of her platform is just like Hopes and aspirations. But like <laughs> that's no real like mama, <laughs> hopes and dreams, Alistair. <laughs> oh that should be
0: her campaign slogan, not protecting family and children. Yeah, no. 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 Um, so Julie Gunnigals <laughs> yes. platform I'm sorry I'm just gonna laugh every time I say her last name I was saying she sounds like a Hogwarts professor <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Professor Gungol, right Um. so again she kind of has like the same platform with protecting women children and seniors from violent crimes
1: but she expands it. Like on this part here, it says that she wants to redirect resources to underserved victims such as women, seniors, undocumented people, ooh, indigenous ooh. people, and yes. people of color. Yes, yes. So snap, snap, snap. She wants to be inclusive to everyone, not just women and children vaguely, because we all know what that means from a conservative point of view. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Her platform is very vague. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, whereas like I noticed with Julie's It's, like, really in-depth.
1: Yeah. Which is good.
0: You know, that's what you want. So she also, you know, is going to do more resources with rehabilitation. Um, Oh, and systemic issues that cause crime in the first place.
1: So she is openly admitting on her platform Mm -hmm. that systemic racism exists.
0: Yeah. And, you know, what causes the crime in the first place.
1: Right. Right
0: that's that's good i like that um so she also is going to address mass incarceration and sentencing reform um so she's going to work to bring maricopa county's incarceration rate in line with the national average
1: which is crazy because that would be a 26 percent reduction in the current prison population That's that's awesome yeah so that's how many people we have in our prison population. Yeah, that's it's over awesome. the national average. <laughs> but no, but like that's, to do that. So that's awesome. crazy that we're 26% over the national average.
0: I mean, I'm not surprised. No,
1: it's crazy. I don't know. I'm never really surprised because I live here, but mm-hmm. then to see it all on paper and see how high we are in so many statistics compared to like every other, city. every other state, every other city mm-hmm. and compared to the amount of people we have in our city is ridiculous.
0: <sighs> um, yes so oh and her last one is hold law enforcement accountable Mm -hmm.
1: investigations of police shootings police brutality and other police misconduct will be assigned to independent and community involved units yeah ding 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 that says defunding the police Mm -hmm. and partnerships with law enforcement to investigate improve cases
0: yeah i like that that that's pretty hopeful that makes me hopeful yeah um so yeah, Alistair actually has been like pretty under fire since she's taken office. Um she was recorded and we listened to the recording too. Um she was recorded talking about how she did a DNA test for her dog um, because they wanted to know the breed, and this is what she said. And quotes. And apparently he's eighty percent Pomeranian, but in this day and age when you can self-select your gender i'm saying he's an american eskimo end quote and then she freaking laughs
1: well and she like was just so nonchalant and like flippant about the whole thing like but in this day and age you can self-select your gender like completely like super fast over the whole point and it's like that has nothing to do Nothing to do with anything. Like, we were talking about this, and I'm like, okay, like, if you want to make a reference, like, talk about Sammy Sosa and, like, how he's bleached (laughs) his skin. Like, that makes sense, like, in accordance to, like, a breed of a dog, something being similar. Like, you didn't take a test about your dog that told you the gender, and now you're determining how your dog, like, you just wanted to throw a jab. Yeah. Literally.
0: Yeah, so people were pretty pissed about that, obviously. Throwing shade
1: on the trans community. Yeah, not okay. Like, at all. Not at all.
0: Yeah, I don't want to be friends with her, to be honest. Um, and I definitely yeah, don't want her to be, not. like, a leader of our community.
1: You well, know? and then she had that article that we read that kind of sparked all of this Ugh. because propaganda is, like, literally the worst. And that's one thing that I feel like needs to change with elections and politics is, like, set laws so that you can't have this propaganda. And so all these idiots that basically are just watching YouTube and commercials and yeah. forming opinions without making opinions wouldn't be able to do that.
0: Yeah, and this specific propaganda that she actually has been under fire over the last week um that type of those ads were created to spark like anger or fear, fear especially in people yeah. and the colors specifically that she chose mm-hmm. like she chose red for a reason right um and that has to do with psychological yeah. things, um, especially when we see advertising, um, typically propaganda, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's it was made specifically yeah. for that. And
1: It gets you anxious and like <clears throat> worried about what's going oh, on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So,
0: um, pretty much the ad that she did was um, it was like a screenshot of Julie's face appears altered. Um, So it's like her face and the city skyline behind her are red.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So, and then there comes like a voice over it. um, And it says, a radical Chicago-styled politician. Okay, first of all, girlfriend, you're coming for our Chicagoans. Yeah,
1: no, we're voting her in. Absolutely. We're telling everybody to vote her in because, honestly, <laughs> like, Chicago's like one of the most corrupt cities. So if you were in there and you made it out of there, yeah. you were doing something right. Yeah. And she um, was investigating in Chicago with, um, I'm going to find it right now. She's yeah. a radical. Let me find the specific words that I saw about what her actual like job was in Chicago. Oh, in Chicago. And mm-hmm. then,
0: so then the ad continues... And the voice continues and says, Gonical protects violent crimes. Oh, violent criminals, sorry. Not victims. Defund the police, close prisons, put criminals back on the streets. (laughs) <laughs> that's literally like this voice this ominous voice comes over and
1: says all this stuff which is crazy well and everybody acts like defund the police is going to be like okay guys our parents are gone Woo! let's let all the prisoners out like <laughs> let the world be crazy like that's not what that means at all it's not no. like this crazy party that's going to happen all the police are not going to have jobs like it's just such a scare tactic yeah it's like, it that's, is that's not that's not what it is no oh.
0: and then you know she's running that whole campaign against uh, or no her uh, guys i can't talk today i'm sorry <laughs> um her whole campaign is the reformer versus the radical <laughs> so she's calling julie the radical you know right which is like so crazy to me because it's radical to stand for what's right like human rights <clears throat> like, that's radical. Yeah, it's radical
1: to go against the grain of what's actually going on here. So then they say that she's a radical Chicago-style politician. Mm-hmm. Um. So in Cook County, she prosecuted public corruption <laughs> and financial crime cases. Yeah. But that's radical, and that makes her corrupt. Yeah. And it's making it act like she's this huge, like, person from Chicago. Like, she was born and raised in Maricopa County. And then she moved to Chicago because she went to law school at Notre Dame and ended up in Cook County and then moved back here wanting to enforce and help change.
0: Yeah. And you guys, freaking John Legend. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Totally (laughs) endorsed endorsed her. her. And uh, so that's pretty cool.
1: It's Um, like who knew that John Legend even knew what Maricopa County was right I know
0: (laughs) so weird right Mm -hmm. um so this is another thing that uh Alistair has been under fire for is that she's admitted to using Google (laughs) (laughs) because she's an idiot instead of government files to make charges um to make charging decisions um so it's actually been an ongoing bar complaint uh, with her. So people have actually filed complaints against her multiple times because
1: of she, this. Yeah, she's literally not doing any research based on any case files into anything. She is just No, Googling, and they have
0: all that resource right. to them. Well, and she, she's just Googling
1: articles. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and that's not well, the way
0: to do research.
1: Well, and it's like, where are you getting them from, too? Because yeah. we all know that there's three so sides of the story. In politics, there's like 600, yeah, but it so. really depends on what news outlet you're looking at to see what side of the line it's going to be drawn on. So if you're reading a news outlet that is conservative, then your information is going to be skewed. If you're reading a news article that well, is gonna liberal, conser- your information is yeah, going to be skewed. Absolutely. Like you need to read from the evidence that you have mm-hmm. and enforce the body cams that we already have so that you can watch that yeah, and then make an informed decision right yeah. as an attorney.
0: Mm-hmm. as you that's your job right um so going back to that actually, she said that she was going to hold police officers accountable when there is evidence that they have um, that's yeah that's pretty much what she said uh but in <laughs> January, <laughs> she did not bring charges against the officer, the Tempe officer who shot that little boy um the fourteen mm-hmm. year
1: old Um, Antonio Arce for having a toy gun. mm -hmm. Shot him. She declined to file the charges against Cervantes with Dion Johnson. That was the case. That was one of the cases actually that she used Google. That she actually didn't use
0: her resources.
1: Well, and I was reading the article earlier from Phoenix New Times about him. And it was just like, I couldn't determine whether it was good or bad about him. Or Cervantes, like, it was a very skewed version of, like, what... It was just very confusing based on... Mm-hmm. It was a lot of information, yeah. a lot of backstory on both of them, but really no clear path as yeah, to what was Yeah, so I wonder if she what. read that article. Yeah, and probably. And was like, oh,
0: okay, well, that makes sense, so yeah. we're not going to charge anyone.
1: Yeah. Um, he has a criminal background, so he probably did all those things.
0: Mm-hmm. Literally. Like, is that... What? That doesn't seem right.
1: But with Gunnagal wanting to attack systematic racism, systemic racism, and what... Starts all of this mm-hmm. in particular in Deion Johnson's case would have completely helped him out, or would have oh at least, oh my god,
0: 100%. Yeah,
1: at least brought upon a reasoning like in the future that these things won't happen. So mm-hmm. that's super important.
0: It is important, absolutely. Um, and then she announced that she's actually not reopening the case of Muhammad. Muhammad. Um, and if you guys don't know his story, um I think it was 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, four officers actually held him down and knelt like they were kneeling on him um, after he tried to enter a restroom at a community center with his service dog. And they ended up, you know, killing him, murdering him. Um, so she actually is not going to reopen that case and i believe that there is footage
1: of that. there is footage and it is from 2017 i just pulled it up it's okay. from 2017 and there's body cam footage mm-hmm. so we had body cams for yeah, all this time the whole time mm-hmm. and he i don't watch these I don't videos either. i never I haven't do even seen the George um one. i yeah i don't watch any of them i'll share things i shared the jacob blake video um but I had a girlfriend that sent it to me like that same night it happened. Cause she's like 40 yeah. minutes outside of Kenosha. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of tired at that point of everything going on. And it was just so crazy and so blatant, like how many times that happened. Mm-hmm. But with the video of Muhammad, like he's saying to them that he can't breathe. He's telling them like all the reasons that he's there. Like mm-hmm. it's just so sad that they have like no respect for human life or mm-hmm. no respect for like any decency. Like there's four of you. There doesn't need to be four of you. And then, so this this poor man, those are his last moments. Mm Mm-hmm. And she won't, she's not going to reopen the case.
0: Yeah, and I think they caught one of the officers on tape saying something. I can't, we would have to maybe look that up and Mm -hmm. what they said, but it was something really awful, Mm -hmm. I want to say. So even that is just... Why wouldn't you open reopen the case just for just that? based on that, like showing mm-hmm. that they
1: have no remorse? Yes, so or like anything like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It was
0: it was bad. I want now. I really want to know actually what they said, but I know it wasn't good. No. And then um, I don't really know. I don't think she's in charge of this. But with James Garcia's case, I would be. I don't think. Is that Maricopa? That's Maricopa. Is uh-huh. Glendale
1: Maricopa? Yeah. Pretty much everything here is Maricopa until yeah. it's like, up. Okay. Oh, you're in Pima County. <laughs> okay. okay. And that's it. That's and that's like way far. No, it's Mar- Glendale's Maricopa for sure.
0: Okay. So I, I am curious on what she's doing with his Probably case too. Probably nothing. And you guys, uh, if you don't know that case, that was the 4th of July? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and I think they have... Video of that too. I think they have body cam and then they have, I think they have cell phone footage from other people that saw mm-hmm. what was going on. Two, two, two cell phones, I
1: think. Which is crazy, but at this point, like, I was having a car accident the other day because I saw a police officer going through, he was like at a bus stop and he had his squad car parked by the bus stop, like mm-hmm. on the right side of the road, like I was getting on the 17. And I was watching what he was doing because he had like two bags on the hood that obviously weren't his and like we have a lot of homeless so I figured mm-hmm. it was probably someone that was homeless one of them was like a fatigue bag so this person was obviously either ex-army or whatever or got the bag from somewhere like whatever mm-hmm. the case may have been but I couldn't see if there was someone in his squad car and he was just going through his shit and so I legit almost, <laughs> almost reared the car in front of me because <laughs> I was what? leaving the plant I was leaving not the plant center, I was leaving Lowe's because I don't support <laughs> Home Depot so I drove out of the way to go to Lowe's because Home so Depot do Donates too much money to trump yeah and i slammed on my brakes and like broke the tip of my cactus off my <laughs> it's like it's called a roadkill cactus so it's flat and so it just like <laughs> broke off but that was because i was like we all are now at the point in our lives to where we are policing the police so and that's not my job no. it's not my job to police the police but i feel like i have to that's funny Not it's not funny that you say that because Ironic. i do the
0: exact same thing yeah. now every time i see a a squad car or two or three i'll slow down to make sure that person's okay mm-hmm. because i don't know i think i'm gonna get out of the car and be like
1: hey what are you doing <laughs> i'm not gonna be out of the car i feel like i can't get out of the car like, you can I, I feel like i'll get like you murdered can't. like set it off style <laughs> like when they kill queen Latifah. like maybe no that's like the worst case scenario but i'm like i you will can't. yell at you from my car and tell you that i'm recording you so i will get
0: out for the both of us yeah if anything were to ever happen mm. or if i were to ever see anything but now i'm making it like a conscious effort to definitely slow down just in case Mm -hmm. because i don't know and not that i'm gonna do anything but i can at least be like yo dude what are you doing and like record them or do something or maybe say something i'm not really sure or
1: ask the person if they're okay right right and that's the thing like police act like you can't speak to someone that's in custody like okay they're not in a glass box (laughs) and you can't take my voice away from me like i can speak to them and ask them if they're okay I've actually seen videos where cops tell
0: you not to do
1: that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like, you can't tell me what to do. Right. I'm I'm a whole ass person with, like, a freedom of speech and, like, rights to literally use my voice to say whatever I want to. And that's the thing, too, with cops. Like, you get so antagonized, but, like, it's literally your job to de-escalate situations and you Mm -hmm. should be able to ignore people and deal with that. Like, if no one's assaulting you, Mm -hmm. that's it. Because they use complete, like Mm discriminating language and disrespectful language to people when they're arresting them and pulling them over. So it's like, sorry, sir, Mm -hmm. but no one cares about your feelings right now. Yeah. Literally. You'll be fine.
0: We got off track, guys. As (laughs) normal. Well,
1: it's always just loops into everything else. Like, once you start talking about the police, it's like, we can keep going for forever.
0: This is is our life (laughs) always.
1: (laughs) We're just like, always
0: like this. Um, So that's our little mini episode that we kind of wanted to do. It kind of turned into a longer episode i don't really know how long but you know i just wanted to kind of jump use on your here.
1: voice to express your frustrations
0: yeah just yeah. an outlet absolutely you know. um so really to conclude we're not really telling you who to vote for we're just telling you who not to vote for
1: and that is Alistair Adele <laughs> just in case anyone was confused do not vote for Alistair Adele if you want anybody to have equal rights or systemic racism to end in Arizona basically that is absolutely voting's coming registration totally. ends October 23rd yep they extended it which is awesome and so here we are
0: so take it away
1: just remember that all lives won't matter until black lives matter
0: yes Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us.
1: Whether it's for a release or to gain more knowledge, we really appreciate you. You can follow me, Martina, on Instagram at the number four, all curl kind.
0: And me, Steph, at killer vegan. Follow our podcast on Instagram at the break room podcast PHX.
1: Leave us a review of our episode to help us inspire others. We look forward to dropping more gems next week.
0: Breaks over.